Welcome to High Vibes and Grateful Heart, a podcast for women on the rise. When we come back, I'll be in the studio with my good friend Karen Sullivan talking about human design and how it helps people step out of that limiting box and into their true selves. Welcome back, everyone. I am so excited to be sitting across from Karen Sullivan today. Hi, Karen. Hi, Jen. So good to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, I'm really excited because this is a topic that so many people are curious about today as it's becoming a lot more ingrained in um, our culture, in, in our healing practices, but also in our business practices. So let's dive right in. Okay. So tell us, Karen, about your heart-centered work and your why. Why do you do what you do? And what do you do? What do I do? Um, Well, I'm fascinated with human design, which is this, um, it's a system to understand yourself better. It's an energetic system. And it's based solely on your birth time, your birth information. And it's all about your energetic imprint like your your blueprint kind of and it just explains how you're designed to live in the world and I'm so I'm very passionate about people being okay with who they are yes. not just okay but being very you know 100% who they are and, um, understanding that and I just feel like if people could understand the way that they were designed to be here and to live and to inter, um, interact with other people, it would just release so many fears and right? expectations we have. And Absolutely. Yeah. And I write about this in my book that we're, and I always say, because it's sort of in the process of writing about all of this, um, I, it came, became so clear to me that we are not here to be understood by other people. No. We're here to understand ourselves, mm-hmm. but we're not taught that. No. And so tools like human design really help us to do that, to mm-hmm. understand who we are, how we're wired, yeah. how, you know, what we're meant to be, how we're meant to be and show up in the world. And so it's just fascinating to me. And I know our listeners are probably like hungry to understand <laughs> a little bit more about it. Sure. What led you there? So, well, there. I was thinking about this. There's not, like, one specific kind of thing. I've always been into everything woo, as they say. Woo-woo. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I've, I've just always been drawn to all things astrology and tarot, all of that, that whole world. And um, years ago, I think before I was even married, I was at a family dinner, and a family member brought up Reiki and said that she had started learning about Reiki. And I was like, what's that? And so I learned, she told me a little bit about it. It sounded cool. But then, like, you know, it just kind of fizzled. And then um, in 2017, my dad was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And he was living, I was living in Connecticut at the time. And he was dividing his time between Massachusetts and Florida. And so I just felt very far away from him and, like, helpless. Like, I wanted to help, but I didn't know how. I was scared. Sure. And, uh, so I remembered that Reiki can be sent long distance. Yeah. So I thought, okay, maybe I'll, ta- I'll, I'll learn a little bit about that and see. And so that's what kind of got me started into Reiki. And do you know how, like, that's kind of like 
the gateway drug of to love. <laughs> it's the gateway drug. Yeah, yeah. And so that was mine. Just as tapping well. into energy, our own energy. Yeah, yeah. And just the whole world of energy was so fascinating to me, and the fact that it didn't have, it wasn't confined to anything, and it was exactly. just all, all of that just magic that came with it. It was just I, I kind of couldn't get enough of it, and so I would learn as much as I could. And so I started listening to podcasts. And I would listen to all the podcasts that I started listening to were geared towards psychics and energy work and stuff like that. And so along with um, the questions that they that the guests or the hosts would ask, you know, what is your sun sign, rising sign, all of this stuff. And then they started asking, what is your design, your human design? Yeah. And that was one of the questions that kept coming up. And I was like, what, what is that? <laughs> so I love learning about all this stuff, so I, so of course I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna look this up and see what it's all about." And I looked it up, and it scared me. <laughs> it was so confusing that I just shut it all really? down. Really, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, when I first saw it, I was like, "Pass, this is too much." It was wow. so complicated, and I was like, "You know what? I, I'm good with what I know. Still <laughs> with that." But as the universe tends to do, it just kind of kept showing up for me. Like sure. I would be reading articles and it would show up in articles and all pod, like every, it just kind of like kept coming back to me. So I thought, okay, well, let me try this again. So I looked it up again. And this this time I went into it with the intention of like, I want to really try to understand this. So I looked up my type and it, it answered so many questions about myself. It, it, um, it validated so much about what I've always thought, but I never had the language for. It gave me language really? for things about myself that I could never explain, but like I always knew. And it just was one thing after another, like, that's why this happens. And that's why I do this. And there isn't anything wrong with me. This is just, I was not taught the way that I'm designed. I wasn't taught about any of this um, because no, none of us were because it wasn't, not. wasn't around. So, um, so once that happened, and then of course that led to me looking up everyone under the sun, my husband, my kids, and again, it just it it brought to light so many. Um, just it just it answered so much, right? You know, like and and when I looked at my kids' charts, and you know, you know, your kid, and like mine were very different, and obviously, like we knew that. But this just showed how different and like how if I handle something one way with my son, my daughter is not going to re respond the same way. Because of her because, human design. Because her design is completely different. That's so fascinating. So that was a game changer. Yeah. So yeah, that just kind of... I, I never looked back after that. <laughs> I know we could probably talk all day about human design in general, but can you just give a little overview about like the four types and kind of, I mean, it, there's a lot to learn, a but lot. just so people understand what we're talking about when we say my type versus your type. Right. Even yeah. though you and I have a similar type. We are. We're the same <laughs> type. Um, yeah. Well, so it's, like I said, it's based on your birth information and it pulls, what it does is it pulls information from like all these ancient systems that people have been using for thousands of years. So it's from astrology, the um, chakra system, the Chinese I Ching, and the tree of life. And it's all encompassed by the rave mandala. So all of these ancient wisdoms that we've been using for thousands and thousands of years and getting so many answers from this, instead instead of like looking at this huge, you know, astrology is 
so much. Yes. This just kind of picks some pieces and it makes it a little bit more accessible. Okay. And the four types are? Well, there's five. Oh, there's five. Yeah, there's like a hybrid. Oh, right, right. There's the hybrid. Yeah. Okay, so, so it, the five types. Some people say four, so it's, it's yeah. both. So the five types. So, so um, generator and manifesting generator, those are the, that's kind of like the most common, which I put most in quotes. Most people, most people right. are, fall into those buckets. Okay. Right. But that doesn't mean right. that they're not. But anyway, so it's the generator, manifesting generator, and then there's projectors. Like you and I. Like you and me. And... Um, there are reflectors and manifestors. Right. Okay. So those are the five types. And each of those types, your en- their energy works in a different way. It flows in a different way in your aura. And it, it, it interacts with people in a, in a unique way. Right. So the way that your energy is going to react a lot different than a, a generator. Um, yeah, so. And then within each of those types, so like you and I are both projectors. Mm-hmm. However, we're not exactly the same because nope. we look at each of the different energy centers, right? Yep. There's energy centers. There's also the the, the way that we make decisions. Yes. And that was a big one for me because when I was a kid, I I could not – I would the, – the tantrums I would throw my poor mother, like you've all – we've all been in, in a store where like there's that kid – running around you that like, was you that was me <laughs> that was I was that kid and my poor mother who's an early childhood expert by the way yes right <laughs> had this kid who was just like freaking out because I could not make a decision I, I, oh. I it gave me such anxiety having to make a choice even if even like a pair of shoes I was wow. like awful so I when I learned human design and I learned that we're all designed to make decisions differently. Yes. Some of us are supposed to make decisions in the moment and a lot of us are supposed to wait. And when I learned that, I was like, whoa, oh my yeah. God, that's why, that's why I was so, di- I wasn't difficult. I just didn't know. I wasn't ready. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how my energy worked right. in order to make the decision. So there's so much valuable information that can be learned. I know yeah. just how you interact with people, how you receive other people, yep. their energy. Like you said, when to make a decision, this whole concept of um, what who needs to stop and rest versus mm-hmm. people who can just go, 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 mm-hmm. go like the Energizer Bunny. Mm-hmm. So there is just a wealth of information yes. to be learned. Yeah. and. I've been um, fortunate enough to receive human design readings with Karen, and I I mean, it's a game changer. You learn things about yourself, like to your point, that just, it makes, it brings clarity mm-hmm. to things that didn't make sense before. Yeah. And it's, it's really a great toolbox. I think so. Yeah, I think it's fascinating. So we can talk all about just what it is, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but let's dive into some, like, who are your ideal clients? Who would come to you and why might they come to you? So... Basically, anybody who is open to a different way of understanding themselves. There, I I have worked with, um, you know, people of all ages, men and women. I've done charts for parents um, with a new baby. I love that. Yeah, that was that's it's because you're given almost like a little handbook on like, okay, this is the potential for how your kid is going to behave. And so you kind of, you're already ahead of the game with like Seriously. what to expect yeah. from your kid. And how to alter your, your parenting and approach. And how to parent them appropriately for them. Um, so yeah, like, I, I, my, but I've worked, anybody is 
anyone who's just kind of open and curious to Absolutely. understanding themselves better. And just having another another set of tools. Right. I mean, I, I remember talking to you about the fact that, like, oh, I just had my astrology chart done, and now mm-hmm. I have my human design right. done. And just to look at them together mm-hmm. is, it's like, you really do, it's like, whoa. There's so many connections and overlaps yeah. with all of it. And it's all there to put a spotlight on you and... Um, just give you some clarity. Absolutely. And then also this idea of having the understanding of the people in your life. So whether Huge. it's your family, whether mm-hmm. it's your work team, yep. you know, like, oh, I'm managing six people and these are their types. I'm going to approach yeah. them differently just as exactly. I would three di- different children and yeah. their types. So, exactly. yeah, it's just like yeah. so cool. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it. So. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit more about you. Um, what do you feel? <laughs> I know. Just what you love to do, right, Karen? <laughs> what is the most significant challenge that you faced in your life? So this this show, you know, we really try to create space, hold space for people to hear our stories, stories yeah. of women who, you know, we go through ups and downs, challenges, mm-hmm. joyful times. And, um, you know, we somehow we are so strong and we work through it and we move through it. And this is a nice opportunity to just give other people some insight into what, what, may, what your journey has been. <laughs> Look like yes, your journey. Share share your journey with us. My journey. Um, well, so like like challenges, like that the I, most significant challenge that you can think of. I could think of a, a few. Yeah, well, I mean, 2019 was my uh, every like that was my game changer year. Yes. that was that was like you know how everybody has like a before and after time, like yes. my life before and my life after. Yes. 2019 was mine. That's when I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I went through, um, you know, I had to have a double mastectomy. And just that, uh, going through all of that is, right. I, don't, I don't even Earth know. Earth shattering. Yeah. And so um, because of the surgeries, I wound up getting um, an infection. And it was... Really, I I wound up in the hospital twice for like a week long stay, and I had to have my implant removed, and um, it came very close to going septic. It was really scary. Oh my! Um, and it took a year. Like it took until twenty twenty to even even a little bit over a year to like I don't even know if I can say that I'm finished because I'm not. Yeah. But that part of it was like a year long. It was. It's, you know, just to have all those complications on top of a diagnosis like that and all the emotion that comes with that and the physical. um, Yeah, I used to say, like, it wasn't the cancer that was that almost killed me. It was it was the infection. infection. Mm -hmm. That's just crazy. Yeah, it was pretty scary. Absolutely crazy. And what was that like for you, for your family at that time? Because your kids were younger. Yep. My daughter was 10. Wow. Nine going on 10. And um my son was 13 going on 14. So yeah, it was, well, it was really, my daughter obviously was, she was scared. They were both scared. Um, but I will say like, I have the most incredible support system. I never felt unsupported. I never felt like alone. I I, I always knew I was going to be okay. I knew that I, I would be okay. My family would be okay. Um, but yet going through it, you just kind of, do it. Yeah. 
You know? yeah, it's almost surreal when you're going through something like yeah. that. You kind of, it, it, I mean, we do. We tend to sort of disassociate from mm-hmm. the severity of some of it just so we can totally. survive, right? Yeah. And you were also faced with a move at that time, right? Yeah, because that's just how things go. Right? Yeah, so like about a month after I was diagnosed, my husband lost his job. And um, so that was not fun. But again, like... We were so lucky because his job gave him a fantastic severance package, and he was able to be home. Oh, during that time? During all of that, he was able to help with the kids and be home. So, like, it was really scary because we didn't know what was next. next. But at the same time, if he had to go to work every day, because he worked, like, over an hour away at the time. So, like, it it was kind of a silver lining. Sure. And it brought you here to us. And it did. It brought me to, yeah. So in the in that so in the middle of once this had all kind of the dust had settled a little bit with my diagnosis, that's when the pandemic hit. Right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so we went from one to another. But um, and again, that's when we had to move. So we had to move from Connecticut to Massachusetts right at right at the beginning. So wow. like no open house, which I was okay with. Yeah, <laughs> but like no open houses, no, you know, none of that typical real estate stuff. Right. Um, but again, I was okay with that because I yeah. didn't have to worry about an open. House. I didn't have to worry about leaving the house for hours at a time. Exactly. So it there were, you know, you have to. It's all in how you look at it. Absolutely. So we definitely had a lot of blessings at that time. So much to be grateful for. So much to be grateful yeah. for. It, it, that we just kept saying that the whole time. This could have been so much worse. Yeah. It could be so much worse. So. Well, you that's kinda... that's a lot to go through. Yeah, um, and and um, I applaud you for oh, thank you be, for for doing that with so much courage and grace. And um, I I happen to be lucky enough to know Karen's family, <laughs> and what a wonderful what a wonderful family that you have and your kids. Thank I, you. I I'm going to ask you the next question, and you're probably going to say what I think you're going to say. But what are you most proud of, yeah. Karen? My kids. Yeah, I they're just fabulous. I mean, they're just. You know, you love your kids and everything, mm. but I really like them. Yeah. And, like, if I were their age, I would want to be friends with them, you know, That's like, because so they're just, great. like, good people. They are. Um, but, yeah, I just, I'm so proud of them. Yeah. So that's, and it's, a, it's, it's, it's a big job raising people. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and I was to be proud l- of. lucky enough to be able to be home with them. So I could, yeah. you know, I, 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 and I just... My, they are my world. So, it's really nice to, to see them and be like, okay, yeah, pat yourself <laughs> on the back there. <laughs> I'm proud of me. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so awesome. And the fact that you can um, incorporate this knowledge that you have of human design mm-hmm. into your parenting and your family dynamics is—it's just really a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It really is. So, one of the things I love to ask our guests on the show because as women, we tend to not always think about what we love about ourselves, but it's important to do so. So, Karen, mm-hmm. what do you love most about yourself? Well, one of the, like, the physical things I always kind of talk, not always talk about, but answer with this is my scars. And that is because wow. I have a, a just a daily kind of... Reminder. Very big reminder of, like, look what you went through, and you're standing here, and wow. it's, yeah, so, like... That's one of the things that... Your war wounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what yeah. about a personal characteristic? Oh, um, I'm... 
Well, so when I was in kindergarten, my mom always tells a story about how I was voted the friendliest kindergartner. <laughs> I love that. That's so, and so cool. So I think I've always like kind of had that. Like I can like you know make friends with anybody. I can oh, talk totally. to anybody. You're so approachable. Yeah, I try and to people be. feel comfortable with you. Yeah, I try to. Yeah, be that way. So I think that's. And you're also you're say. super kind and compassionate. Thank and, you. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, empath, em, empathetic, also empathic. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think pe- your people—it's just really easy to be in your presence. So. Oh, that's that's a, that's a nice thing yeah. to say. Thank you. That's well, a true thing to say. Thank you. Um, so, how do you stay balanced and healthy, and you know, practice self-care for yourself? Because it's you know, you're busy. You're an entrepreneur. You're a mom. You got lots going on. Yeah, and I, you know, I try to do all the. The meditations and 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 I do. I'm pretty good at it. I don't always, I I don't always get to it every day. Um, basically, I just I'm just aware. I'm more aware of my energy now, and yes. so I try to just honor that. And so, so if important. I need to slow down, if I need to yeah. take a day and just not do work or not do anything really I, I do that and, and I'm okay with that and as a projector we know we need to do that exactly right which I've had to relearn yeah I had to relearn it's okay to rest in oh, fact yeah. you need to you need it yeah it's yeah. so crazy it's and that's that goes to our, to our conditioning because right. we've all been taught you have to hustle you have yeah. to work and if you don't have 55 things on your checklist you're not doing enough and right which is so that. not true. No, yeah. but that's what we're taught. I know. So, but that's what human design can do. It can say, actually, <laughs> actually, that's not what's best for you. If you did the you. opposite of that, you would be much better off. Yeah, you'd feel more balanced and grounded. Mm-hmm. That's so great. Um, did you have any role models growing up? And if so, how did they impact you and how you see the world? Oh, I had, like, again, this goes back to my family. I'm so lucky with, I mean, even though, like, my parents split up when I was two, but I always say that, like, if you're going to come from a divorced, family mine was the one to come from because like my stepmom and my mom get along they you know they it's not one of these I can't be in the same room with none of that ever happened um it's so fortunate yeah I'm and and I don't that doesn't get lost on me so yeah my mom is one tough lady and she's she's been through a lot herself and she's just she always kind of has a smile on her face and she reminds me I have to be tough and she said that since I was this tall and yeah, I have yeah. some really incredible role models. A lot of women in your life. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I know you also had a very special relationship with your father. Yes. Yes. Yeah, my dad. He was yeah. one of a kind. <laughs> he sounds like he was just a fascinating man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how do you like to express yourself creatively? Well, I love music. Oh, yeah. I love music and any type of music, basically. So um, I always have something playing in the house or on my headphones I'm always walking you know. but I also love photography I love making photo books um, I make them for Christmas presents every year and that has led me to the hum- my human I was going to dis- say tell them about your human design yeah. ornaments they're so beautiful the ornaments and the book like and the book both of yeah. the, the ornaments I that was something I started um, I don't even know what year. That was a while ago I started doing the ornaments. It just kind of came to me one Christmas. I made them for, like, my family for Christmas presents. So cool. And it just, that was one of those. It was, like, a download or something because, like, it it was really. Oh, I should do this. Yeah. Like, I saw something on an Etsy shop, and it kind of, I was like, hmm, but if I did this, this, and this, it would look like that. And then the next thing I know, 
So I know our listeners can't visualize, but basically she take mm. Karen takes the phase of the moon when you were born. So mm-hmm. if it was a you know, a waxing moon, a waning moon, a half moon, a full moon, and she puts it on this beautiful background and, and, and then she gives you a little information about Yeah. You know the, the meaning of the phase. The meaning of the phase. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a beautiful gift for babies, for any mm-hmm. really for anyone. Yeah. And um yeah. I have mine hanging upstairs. It's oh. so it's, I just love they're really, really beautiful. Thank And then tell us about the workbook you just created. Yeah. So for the human design, if you have a reading, um, it's an investment. It's it's at least 90 minutes. And, um, you know, it's it takes time and and it's worth it. Very much so. But if you're not ready for such a, a, you know, a big investment, it's not if you want to do something a little less or just want to get a little sneak preview. um, I've made these books, these they call it a snapshot because it's basically a snapshot of what you would get in a reading. Yes. And inside it just talks about your type and your profile and, you know, a lot of this, like the um, foundation parts of your chart. So you can understand it. Yeah. So you can get a bit of an understanding of. I think yeah. it's great. And they're beautiful and um, a really nice value add, too. Like yeah. it's, I think it's a great standalone, but even as a value add for somebody who gets a reading to just be able to, because you know how you have to. You take all that information in, yeah. you have to let it integrate a little oh, bit yeah, and then digest lot. it. So it's really mm-hmm. nice to go back. Mm-hmm. And and all, Karen also teaches workshops at the center, which mm-hmm. are just fascinating. We can't wait for her next one. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So you do a lot of things to be creative. Yeah, I guess so. Yes. <laughs> so um, do you have a f- – oh, oh, here's my favorite question. Mm-hmm. I keep telling everyone, you know, someday soon we're going to have an actual time machine. But until we do, if you could go all the way back to 12 mm-hmm. or 13-year-old Karen, yeah. what what would you tell her that you wish you knew – that you know now that you didn't understand then? So this question triggers me for some reason. That's okay. Let's look at that. I'm like – to to think about my twelve year old self, it's like it yeah. makes me cheer it's up. It's inner child stuff. She's yeah. so um, it's unsure, okay. you yeah. know. So I would. Um, it's okay. Well, first I would tell her not to get the perm. <laughs> you don't need it. Oh, I was so there with you, sister. It was eighty seven. Don't get the perm. So I was earlier than that. But so my hair, like I always wanted like the little curly, cute little spiral curls, but yeah. when I got a perm, my hair just poofed. Yeah. Yeah. Like me the too. lion's mane. Yeah. That was me. And then it would like grow out. Yes. And then it would be cur- It oh, was really it was terrible. Great. So I would tell oh, her not to do that. I would tell mine that too. <laughs> Skip the perm. <laughs> the perm. Not to mention the chemicals it. you're putting on exactly. your head. <laughs> so all of oh, that, I would funny. say that. But I would just tell her that um, it's okay that you're not. <sighs> yeah. It's like it's okay that you're not a straight A student. Yes. And it's okay that you don't want to be the star of the school play and it's okay that you don't want to play sports exactly these are not things that are wrong with you right it just isn't that so true yeah that's what we I have this say. like we're taught this innate kind of like desperation to belong and fit in yeah and we're not all meant to fit in in fact none of us are really meant to fit in no. but we that that pressure that it puts on a young adolescent yeah it's so crazy and so that's why tools like human design exactly. 
in the hands of parents exactly. are going to help people mm-hmm. parent those adolescents and those children to better understand themselves so they don't feel like, like they don't something fit wrong They don't feel them. like a misfit. Yeah. They don't feel like, oh, I'm going to just hide because I don't feel comfortable in that setting. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. isn't it so fascinating? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're creating change. Um, yeah. In you know, and it's it's a beautiful thing. So and you're yeah. you're having a big part in that. Yeah. So I I, I, I really <laughs> want to express my gratitude to you Thank on you. that. Um, if you had a theme song, what would it be? I love this question. Yeah. So, Especially for somebody who loves music. Oh, I, you know, my favorite band in the world is Foo Fighters. I knew. That. I love Foo Fighters, and um, they have uh, one of their big songs is "Times Like These," and there's a lyric in there that's my favorite song lyric of all time and it will be <laughs> of all time and yes it just reads um i'm a new day rising i'm a brand new sky to hang the stars upon tonight right and it there's so much in that absolutely lyric. there is it just speaks to me so much and and because it, that's kind of like what we're all about it's like here's a new day and and yeah. here are my stars that i'm going to hang up and I, I just love Every it. Every new day is full of limitless possibilities. Yeah. Right? It's such a great, I don't know. And, I, and we're the creator of that sky. Exactly. And yeah. that's that's what's so magical and, and powerful. Yeah. And beautiful at the same time. Yeah. I yeah. love that. That's yeah. a really, that's a great lyric. <laughs> yeah. So um, the listeners on this show, I'm 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 making an assumption, but, but the show is really designed to help our listeners kind of feel less alone, feel mm-hmm. less isolated, feel like they, um, you know, they're resonating and hearing from other women who to, who have also had struggles yeah. and joys and struggles and have gone through tough times and are f- trying to find themselves and better understand themselves and getting, them, getting themselves to a place where they feel fully realized, right? Yeah. All of us. Right. And, and so I love to have our guests talk a little bit about you know, what would you say to somebody who's maybe feeling a little stuck or feeling a little overwhelmed by fear and like they want to move forward towards something, but they're they're afraid? Like what advice could you give to somebody who's who's like just holding back? Oh, gosh. From big well, change. First thing I would tell them is that I've been there mm. and I, I get it. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you just have to have faith. Yeah. That on the other side of that is worth going through the struggle, um, because there's always a new day and there's always like a new opportunity. Um, but that feeling of being stuck or just not knowing, you know, which end is up, that's a scary feeling. It is. It's that uncertainty. Yeah, I'm not being able to see forward. Oh yeah, and right. It's heavy. It's very heavy, and it can be really isolating. So I would. Just I would remind some someone that number one, they're not alone. Right. You know, we've like you said, we've all been there. You're not broken. You're not broken and there's nothing wrong with you. Right. Um yeah. I, I'm I'm really big on like people not feeling like there's something. I That's know. like a really big theme for me. It is, is yeah. like there's nothing wrong with right. you. <laughs> you are perfect. Like I exactly. put that in my my workbook too. Yeah. My, like you are perfect. You're you're here. You're designed yeah. to be you, unique right. uniquely you. Exactly. And if that if if being uniquely you means that in this part of your life you have this phase of feeling stuck or yeah. that's okay. It's part of the journey. Part of the experience. Yeah. So like take a look at that and 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 try to 
fit, understand where that stuckness is coming from, but also have faith that you're it's not going to last forever. Exactly. Trust trust in the divine timing. Yeah. That's, Which is so hard to the do. T- that's the tough one for me. Especially is, when is you're in it. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's so true. But um, just having the awareness makes mm-hmm. all the difference. All the difference. Yeah, I know. People say to me all the time, like, okay, well, now that you know this about human, I, I know this about my design, what do I do? Yeah. You don't do anything. Yeah. You just have the, this awareness. It's insight. Does what it needs to do for you. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. So um, do you have a female tribe? And if you do, what purpose does it serve for you? I have a little bit Let of one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's. I've never been one to have a, a lot, of, like a thousand. Like I've always been like I'd rather have the four quarters than a hundred pennies. Yes, I'm the same. Yeah, and so <laughs> you might not know that doing <laughs> looking at what I do, but but the, the no. but the relationships with those oh, three, yeah. four, five women. Mm-hmm. They're your circle, like my your best, circle. Exactly. Yeah. Like my best friend today is the same best friend I had in seventh grade. I love that. Yeah. yeah. She actually came. I don't know if you were there. She came to one of Hannah's nice. um, breathwork sessions with Wonderful. me. Um, so, but I have, the past couple of years, yeah. I have stepped into a much larger female tribe. But it's interesting because one of the, when I was younger, one of the things that I would always the reason I, I just kept the four quarters with me mm-hmm. is because I didn't really feel comfortable yeah. with a lot of other people kind of knowing me and like knowing my business and stuff because I always felt like I was either going to get judged or of course. I didn't belong. Or be misunderstood. Yeah. And I don't feel that way. I'm so glad. <laughs> uh, we read like I walk in and, and I, I just know that I'm not going to be judged and I'm not yeah. going to like nothing. None of those inner insecurities are going to come out like because they haven't i've always felt supported i've always felt seen Mm. so that's my female tribe but that this is all a new experience for me because i've never really had this large of of a tribe and i love it it is so fun isn't it (laughs) oh it's and everyone's so different and everyone really just want genuinely wants everyone to to do well and, and be well and feel connected which shouldn't be so unusual. <laughs> I know. I know. We shouldn't be the um, exception to the rule, exactly. should we? Exactly. That should just be how it is. I know. But we're working it's, on it. It's okay. Yeah. We're working yeah. On it. One, one center at a time. <laughs> so, my favorite question tell mm. us something that we don't know about you. Oh, well. Surprise <laughs> us. Well, uh, the one thing I've never had a cup of coffee. What? So that's <laughs> I've never had a cup of coffee. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's like a little nugget, but doesn't even smell good to you when no, you smell it. No. You're just repelled by I'm it. I'm repelled by it. Isn't that interesting? My dad never did either. Wow. Yeah. But my mom drinks coffee, so it's it's not like every you know yeah. everybody I know drinks coffee, but no, I've never had it. That's so and funny. I don't you plan don't have, to. Isn't that so cool? <laughs> well, there's your legacy. I have never yeah, that's poisoned my, little... my body with caffeine. Well, I didn't say that. Oh, I that's have right. caffeine. Okay, you just get it from another not source. Co- yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not coffee. Oh, that's so funny. That's fun. <laughs> and a more serious question: What do you wish that there were more or less of in the world? Well, I answered before um you know i wish there was more obviously kindness love and acceptance and yes. i hate mosquitoes so i, I wish there were less oh, mosquitoes in the world me too but i was thinking about this on the way over here actually and i honestly my two answers would be i really wish that there were more self-acceptance yeah and i wish there were less self-doubt yes because right. that would it would it wouldn't solve so many things it wouldn't solve everything but it would make things easier for people absolutely and I think human design 
as a tool can help with that. Yeah, that's really, one of the reasons I love it. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Um, getting to know yourself, getting to understand yourself, um, not by comparing yourself to others yeah. or your perceived inadequacies, right. but looking at who you are mm-hmm. and and honoring that and celebrating that right. and bringing that forward into the world. You said compare yourself. That's that's exactly it. It's like the when you compare yourself to someone, obviously you're going to feel disappointed. Right. Excuse me. I just made a Expectations. And- Expectations, all of that stuff. Um, this It removes all of that. Yeah. And it says, okay, well, I'm not supposed to make a decision. The reason I can't make a decision in the moment is because I'm not supposed to. Right. I'm not. I'm supposed to take my time. Right. Um, but my husband is supposed to make decisions in the moment, and so that was one of the things. Like he would, he would expect me to to answer it. Say, well, just decide. Just make a decision. And it it brought some conflict because sure. I would, not knowing human design, but knowing that it brought me like discomfort. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I would just be like, well, you can do that, but I don't, I'm not the same. So then I find out, right? I look at our charts and I'm like, see? That's so interesting. <laughs> and so now me. he knows that. So he doesn't push me so much right. to make an instant. He gives you the space. He, yeah, yeah. And same, and vice versa. Now I understand why he's so, yeah. like. Impulsive to you. Yeah. He thinks, it seems impulsive to you. Yeah. Right. But I he's supposed it. to be. Yeah. So, yeah. That's just a little. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, we I should start it. a whole podcast, and I think we should, and we should talk about that on human design types. And oh like, my god, let's do it! I could sit here for hours. I know. Careful well, what you wish for, Jen, because you're going to see me here. A lot. <laughs> I love that. I think I think it would be a really um, oh a well god. received show. So we'll talk about that yeah. offline. Oh, yeah. But for now, um, <laughs> because our time is coming to an end, I just want to give our listeners an opportunity to know how where they can find you, how they can book appointments with you. Mm-hmm. I know that they can do those virtually and or in person. So yeah. can you tell them how to how to reach Karen? Sure. Well, I'm at the studio, of course. You the can Weebree reach Dwellers, me through WeBreathe. Um, and I'm there Mondays. Um, but I also have a website, Human Design by Karen. I have an Instagram page. And that's pretty much it for like Social media. So, so Human Design by Karen. Human Design by Karen okay. is both, it's um, Instagram also. Okay. Yeah, and I can do um, virtual. It doesn't have to be in person. I can do in person. Huh? I did a reading with someone in New Zealand. I love that. She's just, international. Yeah, so yeah, so now I'm an international human designer. But like, it, it's you can do it anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fascinating. Well, I am so honored that you spent this time with us today. Honor was all mine, And I Thank know you. that it's going to be a very well-received um, episode because people are just clamoring to learn more yeah. about about I'll human design. About so, all, all they want. Yes, so. and um, and also watch the schedule at We Be Wellness because we'll be scheduling mm-hmm. some more workshops for Karen there in yeah. the new year. and. And so thank you so much. Thank you. This is so fun. It was fun. And thank you, everyone, for listening today. We look forward to seeing you next time. Until next time, I encourage you to practice high vibes and keep a grateful heart. With love, Jen.